Hey, everybody, before we get started, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to our little show and giving it a chance. Um, just to let you know before we get started, my kids and I are kind of new to D&D. I personally have never DM'd a Dungeons & Dragons campaign before, and my kids have never really played Dungeons & Dragons before, so we're kind of learning as we go, which is kind of what the whole podcast is about, is to learn as you go. So those of you who have played Dungeons & Dragons for a long time might find yourself wanting to scream at your phone or computer or car radio or wherever you're listening to this. I get it. Um, we're not going to do everything perfectly. I, I beg you to keep listening and um, give us some time to learn as we go. It might take a few episodes for us to get it down, but eventually we'll get there. Sound quality will get a lot better too as we're still upgrading everything that we have and learning the technical side of everything, uh, getting better equipment, and teaching kids how the proper way to speak into a microphone without screaming, which can be difficult. Also, if you've never played D&D before or you've never listened to a D&D podcast, I would not use what we do on this show for your own campaign if you ever play because, uh, again, we don't really know what we're doing. So we're just kind of winging it as we go. But again, it'll get better. The show will get better. We will get better. Please don't give up on us right away. Uh, give us a little bit. Also, if you haven't yet, I would suggest going and listening to the first three Zero episodes, um, the episodes that were before this, to really get to know a little bit more about the characters, the uh, some of their backstory, and how they came to be a part of the adventure that we're in. All right, well, thanks for coming by, and on with the show! Tales from the Card Table is a mostly family-friendly Real play podcast where a dad sits down at a card table with some of his children to play tabletop RPGs and records it to show you just how fun and frustrating it can be to play games with kids. But even though it's a family friendly podcast, there is some violence, gore, and sensitive material like death, abuse, and bullying. So, listener discretion is advised. Hello, young adventurers. My name is Felvin Billowhold, and what you are about to be witness to is the story of three of my employees and one troublesome halfling. As they begin a quest that will change their lives and the lives of countless others along the way. Come listen as they try to prove themselves worthy of an even larger adventure Yet to come. story enters on a bazaar in the city square of Blackridge, which sits at the foot of the Broken Wheel Mountains. They are called the Broken Wheel Mountains because the terrain is so rocky that wagons can't even get halfway up before breaking the wheel. Our three heroes work for the owner of the traveling bazaar, who is said to be a fair yet strict wealthy businessman named Felvin Billowhold. He allows no fighting in his bazaar, even by his own employees. So you three. Mm -hmm. All right. We get that. Unless it is done in the fighting rings at a specified time. 
your jobs are twofold. Entertain and protect. Darwin, you are in the middle of a large crowd playing your guitar and singing a song while keeping your eyes out for thieves. All right? Okay. Pleckard, you do simple magic tricks for the children while keeping an ear out for untrusty vendors trying to swindle the customers. And Edward, you don't entertain as much as you simply walk around among the people watching for those you know are wanted by your boss for past transgressions. All right? Anyone that is caught is thrown into the fighting pits with Felvin's stone Goliath bodyguards. The day is going just like any other until Panzin, the halfling Felvin keeps as a personal servant, runs up to Pleckard. Oh, Pleckard. There are rumblings about a tent on the southwest end of the bazaar. Says a dirty man is selling fake goods. And when people confront him about it, his friends or goons or whatever chases them off. They threaten an old lady with a knife. Stabby stab. (laughs) I think it might be Mr. Arnold. You haven't met him yet, but he's trouble. Very dangerous. You might find Edward and take him with you. Now, Edward, you are just south of the... Do you want to talk to Panzin at all? Yes. Okay. Talk away. Okay. Panzin? Yes? (laughs) Did you see me come up to you? Because I'm sneaky. I'm so sneaky. No, you're not. I'm I'm sneaky. (laughs) You're not that sneaky. I saw you coming from a mile away. Uh, Roll your d20. (laughs) Wait, what? The big, the, the, the one. This one? Yeah, that one. Okay. What is it? 17. Oh, you saw me. You saw I'm coming from out. Okay. Oh, you saw me. Okay, what? Okay, now, um, let me go find, wait, what's his name again? Edward. I'm gonna go find Edward now, so go. I saw him. He's, he's northwest of here. So you might look, you know, that way. And he points towards the northwest. Okay, um, you can go find a cotton candy vendor and get free cotton candy. Oh, I, I think Mr. Billowhold, uh, wants me back. He's going, he's going out today, and I have to be there to carry his robes. Uh, okay, but make sure you don't clean them. Well, no, he has, he has people for that. Just make sure they don't clean them. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't they clean his robes? If they drag on the ground, they're gonna be dirty. Exactly. Miserable old doesn't like dirty robes. That's why I carry them for him. I stand behind him and I carry him like a like a bride. Uh, he's like a bride and I carry the train <laughs> of robes, except he's not a bride. He's an old gnome. Okay, bye, Panzin. Goodbye! As he sneaks away. He's not very All right, Edward, you are just northwest of the bazaar. You two, go ahead. All right. Hello, Pleckard. What a pleasant surprise. Mm-hmm. Why is it that you're here? Uh, well, Panzen told me about Mr. Arnold, and he's being mean, and he stabby-stab threatened an old woman, stabby-stab, with a knife. <laughs> That's what Panzen said. <laughs> you want to go? Uh, where? What? D- d- there. We have to go west. No. 
southwest of the bazaar. So south, if you southwest. guys, if you guys are, if you met him in the northwest, you just got to go straight south. All right. Let's just go south. No. Like, All right. No. All right. no. Okay. No so you guys go south. Yes. Okay. You come up to a rather large tent, and you see a strange, ugly human man appears seemingly out of nowhere. And from the tent, when he sees you, walks up. He asks Edward, "Hello. What do we have here? Welcome to Arnold's Gems and Letters. Uh, we sell the best." Top of the line quality goods anywhere you can find. I'm Arnold. How's may I help you? Now Arnold is a human man about six foot tall with a protruding ale belly, filthy thick calloused hands, and holes in his clothes. Uh, a red vest over a what used to be white long sleeve top, greenish brown pants held up by a dirty rope, and simple brown shoes. His face is older than it should be. Years of filth and some damage have aged him probably 30 years. Dark brown hair that sticks up in odd places. His left ear is only half an ear, the top being cut or most likely ripped away. And his mouth doesn't sit quite right on his face, looking like his jaw had been broken several times. It's not set straight. His chin sits about an inch further to the right, his right, than it should, causing his teeth to be unaligned severely. Like... <laughs> So you two walk up to his tent. Hello, Mr. Arnold, was it? Yes, I I own this establishment. Not not the entire bazaar, but I own Arnold's gems and letters. How may I help you? We uh I've <coughs> I've gotten information that you've threatened people because they said you had not so good goods. Mm-mm. I would never hurt a fly. That's a lie, because someone, a little birdie told me that you, one of your friends or goons, tried to stab an old woman, stabby stab. I don't, friends are goons. I, my lady, am insulted. These are my employees. And also, two, also? two, uh, two younger men, both wearing red, stand up, very dirty, very... Mean looking. What? Um, um, also, Mr. Arnold, do you have any, like, leather bags? Yes! Uh, well, your friend just said that my goods are no good, and now you're looking for a leather bag. Which is it? Leather bag. Yes, I have many leather bags over here, and he points to the, to the right side. Any purple? Uh, well, we don't have any dyed. I we can dye some leather if you would like. Yes, yes. I yes, yes. We'll how put, much? We'll how, put you. How much does it cost? This leather, uh, this little bit, I can give it away for five gold pieces. Five gold pieces. Five gold pieces. Can I can I see the bag real quick? Yeah, sure. And he grabs a, a leather bag off him and he gives it to you. This doesn't uh, look like leather. Oh. Well, it. So it's a kind of leather. It also most most leathers come from the hides of cows or bison, and this leather comes from uh, smaller animals. Think, uh, forest, more legs. Yes. Monkey. This doesn't taste like leather. He just licked the bag. He just he turns around to his guy. He just licked the bag. How do you know what leather tastes like, my friend? Uh. Experience. I feel that's a different show altogether. 
The bag feels pretty flimsy. Are you sure it's yeah. five gold pieces? It should be heavier. Oh, I I only sell the the lightest and most aerodynamic leathers. Also, do you have any purple gem or I black have many ones? Gem, many gems on the right, on the left side of the card. Those hmm. gems look like plastic. They do. What is plastic? It's very, <laughs> like, Those it's... Those gems it's, look fake. They're fake. Oh, no. That's what plastic All of my gems are harvested in the diamond and gem mine from way up north. Many people died, you'll be happy to know, to get these gems. None of them are just glass. Excuse me, Arnold. Throw one on the floor. As hard well, as you can. You, I'll you, pay for it you if you throw it on the floor. Scratch with... A scratch? Well, Shh. tell you what. You throw it on the floor... And we'll see what happens. No, you right. throw it on the floor. I would never throw my own I, I throw it on the floor. It, uh, roll a d20. Seven. It hits the ground and, and bounces and nothing bad happens to it. Hmm. Okay. So see? Mr. Arnold. See? A sturdy Arnold. gem just laying Arnold. on the floor. Now, excuse me, man. I'm talking to the server. <laughs> <laughs> but I have a question. If it was a real gem, it would have crashed no matter what, and it wouldn't bounce. No, yeah. Gems don't gems don't break when you throw them on the ground. They're hard. If it but was glass, the, it would have broken. But it, but it, why would it bounce? You throw things on the floor, they bounce. No. <laughs> yeah. yes. So if we throw a, a computer on the floor... What it is a bounce. computer? I don't know what you're talking about. It's a it's a, a device that you open and then there's like a keyboard and then there's a screen and then camera. What is a keyboard? <laughs> what is a screen? Ignore her. What is a camera? Am I, am I smarter? <laughs> Ignore her. Mr. Arnold. Yes? I'm not going to pay for anything if you don't tell me what I need to know here. Where Why did, did the gym <clears throat> bounce? Because things bounce when you throw them on the ground. That's what happens. And I need smarts here. I That's need genius. Things bounce. Arnold, where did you get these goods? Oh, well, I told you from from the the diamond and gem mines up north somewhere. I'm not sure exactly of the, the position. I would like to talk to one of your employees. Yes. Oh, they don't talk. Then Why? how did they help the they, customers? Many, many years ago, they had their tongues ripped out in a horrible mining accident. Then so can they, 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 could they open their mouth real quick? Uh, I... Yeah, okay, and he brings up one of the guys, he opens his mouth, and no tongue. Tongue's gone. Oh, oh okay, goodbye. Hey, nod I'm if leaving. you're in danger. They don't nod. <laughs> Alright, uh, Mr. Arnold, it seems this stuff is legit. Just don't threaten anybody. I'm not saying you have, I'm just saying we've heard threat. We've heard people off from the From a little birdie. Vine. We've heard the people from the grapevine talking about you threatening people. So we don't want to hear that step, again. Step. Who, who are these people? I would love to meet them. Panzen. Uh, you mean the gnome that owns this bazaar is little servant Mr. Panzen. Pa I know Panzen very well. I think I'll have my messengers. And Go also, have a word with young Panzen. But you and need to talk to Mr. He, he leans back and he whispers something to his two Goons. employees. <laughs> And they give him a nod, and they kind of run off. Oh no, I put Panson in danger. Why did your employees just leave? Oh, they're gonna go find Mr. Panson and have a, have a have uh, a have a a word with him about spreading these 
vicious lies about poor Mr. Arnold. One second. Okay. Have a word with them? Don't yes. they not have tongues? <gasps> they, they'll they figure it out. <laughs> Will he'll they write the, it? He'll get the context. Oh, they cannot write. They are. <laughs> How can they? But can he do sign language? He, no, he'll, he'll understand what mm, they're no, saying because they... They don't need their words to say what they need to say. If, if he gives you a little wink, if you know what I mean. We, we don't. What was that? I said, if you know what I mean. Okay. Kinda, um, he kind of like spastically <laughs> winks. His eye. He like closes one eye and then like spastically blinks the other one. If you know what I mean. Okay. Are you, I'm, are you, I'm just going to say you're threatening, Pant. You're gonna be I'm not doing anything. I just told them to have a word with him so he knows not to spread vicious lies about one of Mr. Billahold's Top sellers at he his bazaar. Like Who Wait. doesn't like me? Mr. Billahold. Oh, everybody likes Mr. Arnold. Mr. Billahold. I don't like you. He's old and. <laughs> you don't like Mr. Arnold? No, because you won't Your sell face? me a purple bag. I told you I will sell you the bag, but I have to have it dyed first. I don't uh, have then any purple then bag. why won't you do that? Mr. Arnold. I, I, I don't die. I. I don't dye my own leathers. I have to take them to someone else to dye them. I don't have that equipment on me, but I, I will take your order and I will get it to you as soon as I... You, yes, I want to make an order. Are you at... Do you live in Blackridge? Do, are you here often? Yes. Yes, kinda. very often, oh, Well, then just give me your address and I will have one of my servants bring it to you when it is done. Okay, my Mr. address is Arnold, Mr. Billahold's tent. I'm not saying I don't trust you. I'm saying that... Your face kind of looks like the leather you sell. That's that's, that's, it. that's just rude. No, it's a compliment because your it's leather bags rude. look pretty. If you're going to insult me, then this transaction is done. And he puts his hand up and he walks away to the back of the tent where he's got a little room where he can go into and now he's gone. I give you he, money. He's probably crying. I'll, I'll give you money if you can tell us what you what we want. And he pokes his head back out. <laughs> How much money? Uh, um, fifty gold, gold pieces. Piece. Fifty gold pieces. That's my money. Fifty gold pieces. That's, that's, that's my money. That's my money. Oh, <laughs> well, fifty gold pieces. I'll tell you whatever you need to know. All right. <laughs> Have you threatened anybody? No, I told you I would never. I, I want to threaten him. Intimidate him? Yeah. Okay, so you'll roll your d twenty and then you'll add your intimidation. Uh, one. What did you roll? One. You roll the one. Okay, Two. so it's a critical fail. And uh, what do you do to try to intimidate him? I uh, I do. <clears throat> and, st- and I stand up a little bit taller. You stand up a little bit taller? Yeah. Oh, you, you yes, I see you're a, you're a wood elf. Okay, he's not intimidated at all. He does not fear you even a little bit. I'm going to try to intimidate him. Okay, what do you want to do? I'm going to walk up to his face and go boom <laughs> okay very deep okay so you have uh thaumaturgy which meet which um lets you make things glow make your voice three times louder than it is yes so you can time. use so you can roll with that and you can use that okay um, i want to do that one so it's a cantrip so it should automatically work You'll still roll, but since you're using that, I'll let you roll with advantage for intimidation. So roll your d20 for and add your intimidation, and we'll take and do it twice, and we'll take the best of the two. What is it? Nine plus four. Your intimidation's a four. No, yeah, and thirteen. Okay, do it again. 
that one. Uh, is it six? So, okay, so ten. So thirteen is the better of the two. Yeah. Um, so he. So what do you do? Thaumaturgy makes you make your voice louder, makes things glow, makes your eyes glow, makes other people glow. What do you want? To, what are you doing? I go up to his face and I go boo. Okay, but what do you do with your with your spell? Okay, I make my voice three times loud. Make your voice three times as those boo like it's going through a loudspeaker. Yes. Okay, so he's ooh. That was a neat little trick you just did. <laughs> uh, but if you're trying to intimidate me, I'm not. I'm trying to make you laugh. You're gonna get the same answer. Fleckered. Uh, we don't. Do we want? don't. I don't call for people. Okay, want, we're just. Gonna, I'm just I gonna leave. I call for backup to have uh, Darwin. Darwin come. Okay, then go get him. All right, Fleckered, go get uh, Arnold. I will. Arnold, he's right I'm there. Right here. <laughs> go get Darwin. No, I'll... you get him. I'm gonna buy a bag. No, you go get him. I'll hang out with Arnold. Okay, peace out. Hi, Darwin. Can you see I'm <laughs> busy here? We need you. Why? Important. It's our job. Tell me what you need help with. I can't just go to you. Okay, if it's so there's a person that tried to stab stab a grandma, and we need to go get him. How would you know if that's actually what happened? That's why we need you. I swear, if this is unimportant, I am gonna. It's very important. It's our job. Fine. Yay. Okay, so Darwin and Pleckard come up. Edward, you're still standing there talking to Mr. Ar- Arnold. And you guys walk up. Oh, she's back. Oh, and oh, she brought a dragonborn with her. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't particularly like dragonborn. Uh, it's fine. I'm not offended. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) So, Arnold. That's mean. I will make him touch you unless you tell us what we're doing. I mean, it's not like it's not like I'm terrified that if he touches me I'm gonna die or something. I just don't particularly (laughs) like the species. Why don't you like the species? You're telling me that this dude this creepy looking dude is stabby stabbing grandmas. No, I didn't yeah. stabby stab anybody. <laughs> he's, he's making people stab them. Yes, yeah, he's making his employees. Who his the goods. heck would be intimidated? Um, I've never made anybody stabby stab, as you say, anyone. Now, what my employees do on their time off is. Up to them. I, I can't stop them from doing what they want okay. when they're not uh, working exactly. for me. Call Mr. Billa... Wait. Can someone go get Mr. Billahold real quick? No, he's, I, don't he's think there's any, I don't think there's any reason to go get to go uh, bother <laughs> Mr. Billahold. I mean, you know we're what? good friends. I'm going to go wait, 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 get wait, Mr. Billahold. One final I'm thing. Go I'm, I'm, pro- I'm going to go leave, but one final thing. Mm. Where's your license? Oh, yeah. Where is your tent license to sell stuff here? Yeah, because... We have one. That we don't ever use. Do you just come here and just sell? You three are just shoppers. Why would you need... Well, I saw him playing music. But you two are just yeah. shoppers. Why would I'm you I'm not need... a shopper. Here. You told me that you lived here. I'm yeah. a... I do. I'm an entertainer. I work here. I work I... here, too. I... Oh. We all work here. Oh, you're, em- you're employees for Mr. Billahold. Yes. Yes. Oh. Will you excuse me for just... One second, and he takes off to the back, and he's gone for a little bit. 
Uh, okay, I want to run away now. It's kind of been more than a second. Sheesh. <laughs> Is he take? He's going to the bathroom or something? You gotta think. A minute doesn't always mean a minute, guys. He said a second. A second, whatever. <laughs> you hear rustling in the back and like things getting turned over, and then out of the back, kind of on the side, you see Mr. Arnold run out of the tent and run down, uh, kind of in between some other tents, and he's taken off. Run after him! Run after him. I don't think like, there's no. anything to run after him for. You, we don't. Why would he run if we brought up Mr. Billowhold then? Actually, no. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's just go. Let's just talk to Mr. Billowhold. I, I think that stabby help. stabby thing was a lie. No, it wasn't. And your stabby reasoning stab. is pans and. It's a creepy guy exactly. who's just trying to sell stuff. But what? he doesn't have you his permit. How it. would you know that? Because he didn't show us up when we bring when we brought it up, and when we brought up Mr. Billowhold, that he isn't ran your consent away. to look. Bro, I'm gonna walk away and just. I'm go just gonna run after Mr. him. Billahold. I'm gonna run after him. I'm going go to fire, find fire, Mr. Billowhold. Okay. okay. I'm Since I'm I'm running after him. You should be walking around today. That's what he, I mean. He yeah, pans and said he was gonna be walking around. Who's doing? Okay, so who's doing what? You're I'm wife, running after him. him. I'm finding Mr. Billahold. You're looking for Mr. Billahold. You're running after Arnold? Yes. And what are you doing? I guess I'll follow him since Plickard's clearly not knowing what she's doing, so I'll go follow Edward. Okay, so you two kind of walk off wherever you go. You take off running. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so you run after him. You see him running, weaving in between tents, and you're running after him. Um Give me, he, he's, he's throwing stuff down off of tents behind him to try to trip you up. So I need you to roll your d20 and add your uh, athletic. It's at the very top. Yeah, we got it. 17 plus 3 is 20. Oh, wow. Okay. So he he's throwing stuff down, and, and you're just you're just jumping over him, doing you know weird parkour flips and everything. And uh, he is running, and... Ooh, I rolled an 18. Okay, so he's he's staying ahead of you, uh, going, you know, kind of whipping around tents, and uh, he runs into a tent, and he hides. He's underneath the thing. So you need to roll uh, your d20 again for uh, either perception or investigation, whichever one you want to roll for. Investigation. Okay, so roll that. 17 plus 2 is 19. Okay, so you stop at a tent. And you're looking around, and you kind of see his foot sticking out from underneath the tent. What do you do? I grab his foot, pull him out, and dangle him. Well, no, you can. You're not going to be able to do all that at once. So you can grab his foot. Yes, all grab right? his foot. You're. Ah! Oh, no, no, she's help! Somebody help! <laughs> men, come to my aid! And all of a sudden, you see the two men uh, come running towards the tent. One of them has little pans in. By the back of the neck, they found him. He looks like he's kind of beaten up a little bit, so they've been, you know, talking to him. And uh, they come up running, ready to attack. So are you going to take all of them on at once, or are you going to run away? I'm going to try my best to grab Panzen's ankle and then run away with him. In my ankle, with holding his ankle. Okay, well, right now you're holding Mr. Arnold by the foot. I, I'll drop him. Okay, so you let go of Arnold. Yes. Okay, and you try to grab Panzen. Yes. Okay, so roll me a... Um, so you're letting go of, of Arnold, and you're going to grab him, and you're going to run... Ro- roll me a strength check. 20 
plus. You roll the 20? Yeah. Okay, so you grab Panzen's ankle and you rip him away from the other two. Uh, that's your move. So you can't run yet, but that was your move. Um, where? Okay, so we'll stop there with you for a second. Where are you two at? Are you walking together? What? What are you? What are you doing? Well, I started early, so he's just following up behind me, I guess. Yeah. Okay, where are you at? We just we are like a little while's away from Arnold's tent. Okay. Trying to find Mr. Delahold. Uh, both of you roll for perception to see if maybe you can't find. D twenty. Yeah, D twenty. It'll if if it'll always be D twenty unless I tell you something else. Okay. Thirteen. Eighteen. Thirteen plus three. That's sixteen. Eighteen plus. What's your perception? Modifier. My perception. Plus one, so nineteen. And yours was. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. So you both you're both just kind of scanning the uh the crowd. And you see these um, extremely tall stone goliaths. And you know that those are the bodyguards for Mr. Billowhold. So you run towards them. What do you do? Yell for Mr. Billowhold. Mr. Billowhold. Mr. Billowhold. So one of the uh, goliaths who's in front kind of steps aside and... This little, maybe one and a half foot tall gnome steps forward. And he has on purple robes that are dragging the ground because Panzen isn't there to hold them up. And he's got on like uh, a hat that's kind of like a crown. Very well groomed, bright white beard. And he stares at Edward. He goes, oh, Edward, have you seen Panzen? My robes are getting filthy. Uh, funny story, uh, we went up to that Arnold fella. Oh. So you've... I've told Mr. Arnold many times not to show his face at any of my bazaars. You kicked him out, obviously, right? We tried. He, he, we, we kind of told him that Panzen was the one who said that we should get rid of him. Wait, what? And... You... Go go on. So he said he'd send his employees to have a word with him. Oh, no. You have no idea what you've done. Panzen is in so much trouble. Find find Panzen and find Mr. Arnold. Make sure Mr. Arnold leaves my grounds, but find Panzen. He's in great danger. Okay. Fleckard went after Arnold. Good. Oh, I can always trust on that girl to do what she needs to do. You do. Go find Panzen now before they kill him because they will kill him. Yes, sir. All right, Mr. Billhold. Okay, and you two take off running and the Goliath gets back in front. Where are you guys going? Uh, both of you, both of you roll your d20 for, and uh, add your perception to see if you can see Pleckard. 12. That is... Uh, it's on top, so 9. Plus my perception, so 10. 10? 12. With your perception added? Yes. Okay. So you guys can hear, like, people starting to, to not scream, but get, like, antsy. And, and, and you can see people kind of leaving different spots, but you can't see Pleckard anywhere. So mm-hmm. what do you want to do now? Uh, go to where the people are antsy, I guess. 
Okay. So you go towards where the people are getting all antsy, and and there's commotion. Looking around, Pleckard will come back to you. What do you? Do? So you have Panzen by the ankle, and you're standing there. There's three. Arnold comes up from underneath the tent. Oh, now you're all alone. I'm not afraid of Panzen getting in the fight, boys. Let's take care of this tifling. I know what I want to do. Okay. I just run up to Mr. Bill Holt to, to go find him. So you just have you just have Panzen by the ankle, mm-hmm. and you're gonna run off with Panzen. With Panzen, um, roll a. Okay, so if that's what you do, that's fine. But since you're leaving a confrontation, they will have the ability to attack you as you turn. If that's what you want to do, they'll they'll be able to roll and try to attack you. Okay, instead of my brilliant idea. <laughs> okay. Um, I will tell look, tell Panzen to go in Mr. Bellahold and take care of his robes. And, yeah. Okay, so you go find Mr. Bellahold? Oh, yes. Thank you, Blackguard. You're so nice. I'm going to sneak away. Be very sneaky. Be very sneaky. Okay. And so he, I'm gonna roll, and he's gonna sneak. Uh, oh no! Wait, what? what is it? Uh, only eleven, and it's with disadvantage because he's running off. So natural twenty on the second one. Um, please, 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 please. Well, the second one's a natural twenty, so I guess technically that. No, so he's trying to sneak away. They see him, and one of the uh, employees employees takes his knife and throws it at Panzen. So I am gonna have to roll again. Uh, only eleven. So it misses Panzen, kind of sticks in the ground next to him, and Panzen takes off running. And now it's just you. Okay. Now Panzen is running, and <gasps> Edward, Darwin, yes, Pleckard, she's just over. The, she's in a fight with with Mister Arnold and his three employees, or his two. Was it two or three? How many? I can't care. I'm gonna go help her now, and he runs off. And 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 as he's running, he screams back to you. I'm gonna go find Mr. Bill. All right. So now you know where she's at. What do you do? What are you guys doing? Run and help. Yes, run and help. Okay. The all right. So you guys run over. uh, You you find Pleckard. You run over. Now everybody, roll for initiative. Add your initiative. You have an initiative um, modifier right in the middle. I got 20. I got 19 in my initiative. Okay, so 20 goes first because she's a natural 20. Minus one. Minus one. So so 18. You got eight. Eight. All right. And I will roll for Arnold. Arnold got a one. (laughs) Goon number one got a 16. Oh, dang. Goon number two got a nine. So it's gonna go. Pleckard, uh, what'd you get? Uh, ne- nineteen okay, minus so one equals eight. That's fine. Pleckard, Darwin, good number one. Yep. Uh, Edward, good number two, and then Arnold. Okay, Pleckard, what do you want to do? So you're okay. It's the three. Or it's a, well, it's three of you against the three of them. What are you gonna do? 
Okay, what I want to do is uh, grab the knife and then try to... That he threw into the ground? Yeah. Okay. And, and then throw it at Arnold. Okay. Um, roll uh, athletics. Dang it. 11 plus 3 is 14. 14? Okay, so Arnold uh, has an 18. So Dang. you throw it, and he just kind of sidesteps it, oh. and it goes right past him into the ground. Oh, I do that in dodgeball. Uh, Darwin, what do you do? I try to grab goon number two's uh, neck. <laughs> okay. So then, uh, yeah, roll for athletics. Athletics. Four. Four? What, what's your athletic modifier? I'm guessing it's not too high. Uh, plus three. Okay, so a seven. Yeah, so you go to grab his neck, and I'm not even going to roll for it. He just, uh, well, you know what? Mm, Hopefully he gets just a You know, one. his dexterity is already at 11, so. Please just get you, you grab You grab for him, and he just kind of swats you away. And with a retaliate action, he just kind of pushes you back. Well, no harm done, but he pushes you away. Now it's goon number one. Goon number one runs and picks up the knife and then throws it back at Pleckard. So Pleckard, roll. You'll need to roll a, uh, let's see, a dexterity saving throw to make to uh, jump out of the way. 13 plus 2 is 15. 15? Okay, well he threw an 18. Dang! So uh, I'll roll... And it does, so it hits right in your leg, and you take like you take three points of damage. How much? How much? How many hit points do you have? Uh, it's at the very top. No. All right, so you have eight eight hit points. I can see from here. So you subtract three, and now you have five. You guys okay. can keep track of that. All right. If you get to zero, you're knocked out. Oh. All right. If you get to Negative the same amount of what you had originally start with. You're with eight. You you haven't been hit yet. Okay, so that ends his turn, and now it is Edward's turn. I want to threaten Arnold. You're in a fight. Yes. You're threatening Arnold. His life. Okay. What do you do? Uh. I want to pull him out, pull out my dagger, and put it up to his neck. Okay, roll for um, intimidation. Six, seven. Seven. Okay, so he's not. He just kind of sticks his neck. And he's like, "Go ahead, do it. I dare you." And uh, Goon Two kind of just jumps over to you. And puts his knife up to your throat. So he's going to roll for intimidation. And uh, you need to roll a, I would say, a constitution saving throw. So it would be, you know, the main thing on constitution to see if it works in scaring you or not. He rolled an 18. What'd you roll? 13. 13. What's your constitution? Plus one. Plus one. So four. Okay, so... He puts his knife up to your throat and it terrifies you. You know that you're in a fight and he could slit your throat at any minute. Oh, it's Arnold's turn. Now it's Arnold's turn. So Arnold takes out 
another knife, and he goes to nice. jab it into you. So I'm just so I'm gonna roll to see if I get your armor class. Oh, you roll. Seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, so he so he stab he goes to stab you. What do you do? Uh, I just want to move his arm to the side, I guess. Okay, so you swat it. Okay, because he rolled a three. So he goes <laughs> to stab you, and you just knock his arm to the side. And now we're back up to Pleckard. Oh, me. I forgot about me. Okay, so I just got a knife thrown into my leg. I want to... Oh, wait. I'll bleed more if I take the knife out. Can, can I do... Can I use my bow? You can do what, you know, do whatever you want. What do you want to do? I want to use my bow and aim it towards his eye. So you want to shoot your bow at him? Yeah. Okay. So your long bow? Mm-hmm. Uh, you have proficiency in it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, go ahead and roll your long bow, and we'll see if it beats his armor class. Fifteen. Fifteen. Add your proficiency bonus. Okay. Um. Um. Proficiency. Oh, it's at the very top. Should be next to your walking speed. Plus two. Plus two? Okay, so it's 15 plus two, so 17? Yes. Okay. Uh, he will do a dexterity saving throw, and he misses. Well, he, he, he does. he's not able to jump out of the way. Roll your D8. Now, who do you shoot it at? Goon two. Goon two. Okay. Who do you? Okay. So go ahead and roll. D eight. Should be the two pyramids on top of one another. Yep. Uh, seven. Seven. Okay. Plus. So it's one d plus three. So you do ten points of damage. So he only had an eight in hit points, and you did ten points of damage. So goon two. It goes. It goes right into his eye, and uh, Arnold just kind of looks over. He's like, no. Jerome, no. <laughs> Jerome. And Jerome, yes, they get names after they die. Jerome falls down, arrow just poking right out of his face. All right, so now you're down to only one goon and Arnold. Darwin, what do you do? Well, since I know the rules, no fighting. I'm gonna try to yell very loudly to stop fighting because I don't want anyone to get kicked out. Okay. If yeah, that's what I you want to do, then, then, yes, you did. Roll uh, your d20 and add... Um, 15. Okay, now add your persuasion. My persuasion would be plus 3. Plus 3, so 15 plus 3? 18. 18, okay. Um, so, Goon 1, also 18, and Arnold, 3. Uh... What do you two want to do? Do you, do you want to do you want to roll to see if if he persuades you, or you just want to go along with what he says? I, I want to roll if he persuades me or not. Okay, go ahead and roll. What do you want to do? Same here. Okay, both of you roll. Uh, that's an eighteen. Eighteen. That is a nineteen. Okay, so both of you are still ready to fight. Uh, goon number one, he's still ready to go, but but Mister Arn. Hmm. Larry, maybe we should stop. He's, if Mr. Billowhold sees us fighting, 
the Goliath will throw us into the fighting ring, and then we'll have to take on them. And guard one because he's got no tongue. I understand, and I see where you're coming from, but I really think that maybe the dragonborn, as disgusting as he is, that maybe he is probably right. I know we keep going over this over and over again. I get it, but. If we go into the fighting rings, neither one of us stand a chance. You make a good point. I'll give you that. You make a good point. But I think I'm going to have to stop fighting. And uh, goon number one, uh, he's not done yet. So he wants to go after, he's going to go after Darwin because Darwin is the one who's trying to convince everybody. And he takes out his dagger and he goes to jab it into your belly. So you're going to need to... Uh, but he only, he only rolls a seven, so it hits your scaly skin. You don't even have to roll. It's not good. He, he hits your scaly skin, and it just kind of bounces off. And he's looking at you like, <clears throat> just all angry. Ha ha. Now, Edward, ha, ha, Edward, it's your turn. What do you want to do? I want to pull out my crossbow and okay. shoot it at his leg. Okay, so who are you shooting at? Go well, don't tell me where you're going to shoot it, because I'll let you know. Goon. One. Okay, yeah, go ahead and uh, roll. And add your proficiency. Are you proficient in it? Does it say if you're proficient in it? Uh, Just go ahead and roll for it. Six. Six, okay. And, yeah, he rolled a 17. So, so you shoot your crossbow and he just kind of dodges it. Like it's like it's nothing, and now he's 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 angrier than ever to to get somebody. Uh, Arnold doesn't want to fight. He's going to try again to convince Goon Number One that uh, they shouldn't fight. Larry. Larry. Uh, he rolls a twelve, and the Goon rolls it. So Edward's uh, Larry. Maybe it's time we we stop. Placard, what do you want to do? What I want to do is just try to do the exact same thing I did with Goon 2 with okay, roll. Arnold. Oh, okay, roll. Arnold? No, if that's what she wants to do, roll. <laughs> very suspicious, very suspicious. 18. Was that an 18? Did you see it? No idea. 18. Okay, so uh, roll your D8. Uh, five. Yeah. Five plus three is seven. So he's knocked down to three. So you, you fire it and it goes into his shoulder. Like like right in between the shoulder and the chest. Just that, that divot area. And he's like, oh, I said I was done fighting and you shot me with an arrow. Sorry, I was aiming for the frog behind you. He looks behind me. He's like, "There's no frogs behind me." He jumped me. away. She shot me. He looks, Larry. She shot me with an arrow. So now the goon, he's ready to go again. Darwin, what are you doing? Okay, so I'm gonna try to stop my friend and yell louder for them to stop because clearly they're not listening. To All me. right. So are you trying to persuade them or intimidate them? Intimidate. Okay, then roll for intimidation. D twenty. Fifteen. What's your intimidation? Intimidation. Right. right in the middle. Plus three. So 18 again. Okay. 
13. Okay, so they both stop and they kind of look at you like. Exactly, Larry. She just shot me with an arrow. Why should we stop by? We stopped fighting, and she's. I stopped fighting, and she still shot me. So why should I stop now? Goon didn't stop fighting. Think about that, Larry. But but Larry, he he kind of does his own thing, you know. You know so, yeah. <laughs> I said stop. So stop. So uh, Arnold rolls third. Okay, so they both stop. They both they both stopped. And uh, now what? Because now um, all you're done, you're done. Goo number one's not fighting anymore. He's just kind of talking. You know, he's he's looking at Arnold with the arrow sticking out of his out of his shoulder. Like, First, I don't know what we're gonna I do. About I want to do. Can you pull the arrow out? I I don't think it's a good idea either, Larry. But something needs to. I meant that for Okay, me. I only got about three of those words there, Larry. You're going to have to slow down. You got no tongue. Okay, I get it now. Yes. This really hurts. Can somebody please help my shoulder? I'll help. One, I'm sorry that she shot your shoulder and killed J- Jerome. Yeah, Jerome was always my favorite. <laughs> Larry. Right, and second, uh, we got to kick you out. Yeah, we got. We, you can't come back here anymore. Ever. Yeah, just please. Which leave. is why I shot you. Because you're not supposed to be I here. don't want you guys to be hurt anymore. Just... What do you think, Larry? Should we leave? Me either. I'll pay you to leave. So, goon number one is going to go ahead. Since this is how you guys want to do it. Goon number one is going to go ahead and attack Pleckard for shooting Arthur. Or Arnold. Ar- Arnold. I mean, for shooting Arnold. And he is going to uh, kind of jump at you and try to leap onto your face so you need to roll a uh okay so he's gonna jump at you at your face so roll a dexterity saving throw to see if you can get out of the way uh 17 plus 2 is 19 okay so he jumps at your face and what do you do to, to get away i just jump into a nearby bush there are no bushes you're kind of in a, in a clearing okay then i just just jump to the side. Yeah. Okay, so he jumps and you jump to the side and he just kind of lands on all fours. And he kind of looks back at you. Uh, Edward, it's your turn. Uh, I want to try to knock out the goo. Okay. What do you do? Punch him in the face. Okay, roll. <clears throat> two. Two. Do I add anything? Uh, no, with a two, no, you're not going to add anything because it's not going to matter because he rolled an 18. <laughs> <laughs> so you go to so you go to punch him in the face and you just like trip on your own feet and miss and you just land in the mud. <laughs> and he's looking down at you like, I know he is a loser, isn't he? <laughs> and now it is Arnold's turn. So I'm going to have Arnold, um, let's see, I'll roll. Okay, so Arnold breaks off the arrow, and he kind of throws it to the ground. He's like, enough of this, Larry. Let's end them. Oh. And that's the end of his roll. So, Pleckard, again. Run away. 
You're going to run away? Yes. Okay. So, again, if you're, if you're leaving a conflict, they will get to attack as you run. Wimp. Excuse me. Uh, what do you want to do? About, okay. How, how about this? Anytime, any, uh, listen, how, anytime you're in a conflict mm-hmm. and you go to leave without settling it, they have a chance to attack okay. you as you turn. Okay. Um, I want to persuade them to leave. Okay, you guys play D and D weirder than anybody I've ever seen in my life. Uh, That's a good thing, right? Ooh, twenty. Mm. You roll the twenty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So what do you say? I say, can you all, pretty, please leave us alone? We don't get paid enough for this. We don't even get paid. You know, I, I. I completely understand that. I, I feel you there. Larry, maybe it's time we just go. But we'll be back. We will be back. No, you won't. We'll leave now, but we will be back. You know how many times I've been kicked out of this bazaar in various places around the world? You probably I, deserve it. I always come back. I will be back. And just when he's getting ready to leave, you hear, Stop! And all of you turn to look. And there come the Goliaths marching towards you. It opens up, and out comes Mr. Billowhold with a beaten up Panzen holding his robes. You two will go nowhere. Goliaths get them. And the Goliaths run off. Arnold and uh, Larry go running off, and the Goliaths take off with a good amount of speed after him to catch up and uh he looks at the three of you everybody knows i do not allow fighting at my bazaar even from my own employees we weren't fighting we were trying to kick him out of the bazaar but he was taking forever oh really and he looks down at Jerome, dead on the ground with the arrow stick. Then please explain to me, what is that? Um, that is my pinata. Yeah, that's a pinata. We want to uh, have a mariachi band to come in about an hour. Mr. Millhold, they're lying. Actually, no, we're not. No, shot, yes. She, shut up. Shut up. You she, are lying. No, I'm she not. shot Jerome. Hey. I did. I did I shoot Jerome. I was trying to tell them to stop. Because I know the rules. I know that there are no fighting allowed. So I was trying to stop them from fighting. I was doing so Mr. Arnold would just leave. And he didn't leave. I, that threatened, I threatened him, but uh, I never laid a hit. <laughs> yes, you did. I never touched no, I them. I kind of tripped I, up I just my tried, last one. I know the rules. This is really the only place he, where I get money. He kind of pinches the... The bridge of his nose. and Everybody, be quiet. Three of you to my tent now. And you see off in the distance, the Goliaths carry, have Mr. Arnold and Larry up by their arms, just carrying them in. Each of, each of them is holding one. So just kind of up off the ground. They're just walking in with no problem at all. Mr. Arnold, I've told you not to come to my bazaar. And they kind of walk off and he's explaining, You three, to my tent. I'll be there in a moment. And pans and walks with you. 
uh, to the tent. So you're walking to the tent. Thank you so, thank you so much for saving, for saving Panzen. Thank you so much. Panzen, you shush. I'm mad at you. <gasps> what did Panzen do? You're the one who told us about Arnold. You could have just told us that someone that's not supposed to be in the bazaar is in the bazaar. You know what? I told you, I told you that you haven't met Mr. Arnold and that he's not supposed to be here. He's been kicked out many times. But, and, and then, and then Panzen got beaten up and you saved Panzen from, from being, from being killed. Panzen. Thank okay. you so much. You're welcome, Panzen, but now Go to your corner. No. Panzen, do you want a hug? I'll hug you, Panzen. I would love a hug. Here you go. Nobody hugs Panzen anymore. Help. Hug. Group hug. Okay, so Group hug. so at least, so all three of you or just two of them? <laughs> two of them. Okay, so so <laughs> Pleckard and, and Darwin hug Panzen in a very uncomfortable and awkward moment. You guys want to talk about anything? Banter? Uh, I'm going to talk to Panzen. Hey, Panzen. Never mess with me because I can kill you. I murdered that what? Do- dude over there. I, 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 Panzen's not going to mess with anyone. Panzen, why would Panzen? Why would Panzen go to the kitchen and get Panzen me some lunch? cookies? You're not even to the tent yet. Cookie. Would you quit bossing what? Panzen around, please? Okay, Panzen. Panz- hey, Panzen. Yes. Can, can you tie my shoes? Of course. He jumps down. And he, both shoes are tied, but I'll untie one and retie it. Wait, Thank you. Why, why do you need to wear shoes? I don't want my feet. They're all to be wearing. Dirty. You're all wearing shoes. I'm not wearing yeah, shoes. Why wouldn't you? You're not wearing shoes. No. Okay, so I'm a so you two are wearing shoes, and he's not wearing any shoes. Okay, so you finally get to the tent, and uh, you go into the tent, and uh, you get there, and you guys have to duck down to get in because it's a gnome's tent. So you're mm-hmm. way down in there, and you walk through an office, just like an office that you would see, you know, today. A uh, big, massive desk, so so big that the Goliaths would need a booster seat to look up to it. And uh, you sit down in these itty bitty seats, gnome-sized seats. So you're sitting up there, your chin, you know, your your knees are up to your chin, and you're just sitting there waiting. And in walks Mr. Billowhold, and you hear sounds like somebody walking up a set of stairs, like a lot of stairs, like a comically oversized amount of stairs, like, like Hogwarts. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, about three feet above you, pops Mr. Billowhold's head. Now, tell me what happened. Okay, here we go. So me, well, Panzen told us about Mr. Arnold, and then I got Edward, and then we went to Mr. Arnold, and then he yes. kept telling us lies. Well, what, that's what we think, because of Panzen. Um, and we kept talking, and I, I bought a purple bag that he's going to die for me and he's going to send it here um <coughs> yes and i didn't pay for it and um what then she, what she's trying to say is we talked to him about having a license and he ran he ran off and then i had to go get darwin and then we came here wait well not here darwin was we, already there we just me and darwin went to see you and she, she and I, after Arnold. I ran after Arnold, grabbed him, and then when M- Arnold's em- employees uh, had Panzen, and then I grabbed Panzen and let Mr. Arnold go, but he was still under the tent. And uh, then they came back, and we started um, 
negotiating negotiating with mr arnold did did this negotiation include an arrow into one's eye yes that is unacceptable behavior my bizarre fightings happen at the fighting ring at night not in the middle of the square during the day mr billhold i was just trying to tell them to stop and they didn't have to fight and Suck i was up. just threatening i'm not fighting i'm innocent no you're not yes i am i didn't even hurt anyone but you were still there during the fight yes but i was trying to t- tell you guys to stop i've brought all three of you on as my employ to stop thieves swindlers and anybody who is not supposed to be here. That's what we were doing. But before. not by fighting. That's what my Goliaths are for. You are simply my eyes and ears. I sent you two off to save Panzen. Again, not by fighting, but by grabbing him and running. That's what I was Simply by being there in the fight makes all three of you Guilty. It is apparent to me that I have given you the wrong jobs. You've been in my employ for about a month now, and this is the third fight you've been in. This is unacceptable. So, I have something else in mind. Mm -hmm. A job that comes with great danger, but great reward. Yeah. Possibly question mr Bellahold. will we get paid for this pleckard for once just listen fine now more than 500 years ago clans of dwarves and gnomes made an agreement known as the great echo pact by which they would share a rich mine in the wondrous cavern known as the great echo cave In addition to its mineral wealth, the mine contained great magical power. Human spellcasters aligned themselves with my ancestors and the dwarves to channel and bind that into a great forge where magic items could be crafted. Times were good, but then the orcs came, along with evil magicians, goblins, and who knows what else, they laid siege to the cave and the surrounding towns. The participants of the pact tried to defend and save the cavern, but in doing so destroyed the only known entrance with a series of world-shattering magical quakes that buried the cave. Forever to be lost. Until, that is, my three cousins, with my funding, of course, found an entrance that seemed to open on the other side of the cavern out of nowhere. My cousins, Felzu, Lonin, and their younger sister, Anali Irontop, are seeking to open the mines back up and retrieve the great magical forge that lies within. The problem is, my cousins are not the only ones that know the mines or the magic. Someone else has found the entrance and has taken to capturing two of my cousins, the brothers, and taking claim to the cave themselves. Their sister, with the help of longtime friend and half-brother of young Panzen here, and he points to Panzen, Vinder Cloudleaf, hurried to save them, but they haven't been heard from in several days. 
whomever this is, they have goblin, orcs, wizards, and stars knows what else out there to control the area. The job that I am offering to you, and why I tell you this story, is to save my cousins, my friend, and get back my... our cave before it's too late. But what if we don't succeed? Well, succeed is all on you. It is you do or you do not do it. Will we get paid? There, there will be many treasures that await you at the end, plus whatever you can pick up along the way. Whatever you pick up along the way, I will let you keep. There will be many people on the road that will need assistance that you can make money from them. And when I get, when we get our mind back, Treasures will be uncountable. All right. Okay, I'll take it. To this job, I'll take it. And if we don't accept to this job, then I have no purpose for you. Okay, I'll take the job only right. if Panzen can come with oh, me. Oh, Panzen, Panzen, serve me. I go along and help. He's Vendor is my half brother after all. I always loved, liked Anali. Oh, please, sir, please, please. Oh, Panzen, you're much too important to me to risk your life for this. I mean, with you gone, who would carry my robes? <laughs> oh, I have to I have to see to something in the back. I should be right back. Talk amongst yourselves. Decide if you want to go. And uh, I shall be back. And I'm Mr. Billahold walks out. Well, I'm going. You. Hey, Panzen. Yes? Can you try your best to, to sneak with us? And come with us. Would you like to sneak? There, I'll, I'll try. I'll have to but be sneak. extremely Mr. sneaky. Mr. Pillowhole told me no. But I do like to sneak. And I but tell Mr. Ventures because I lived here my whole life. They gave me up. Would you like to hear my story? I've never told you my story. Would you like to hear my story? Sure. Yes, yes. I would love to hear oh, your story. My story. Yes. I'm excited. <laughs> okay, so my mother was friends with the Pillowholds and the iron tops for years she had her first son vendor with her first husband who was uh, a mighty halfling warrior who died protecting the city from an orc invasion years later she met my father and uh, they had me Um, he wasn't a warrior he was a fabric maker they both died of disease when I was young, and Mr. Billowhold took me in, and I've lived with him ever since. Said, I want to go on adventures! I want to go, and I want to sneak, and I want to kill! I mean, I don't want to kill. That's No, that's not what I want to do. I just want to go on adventures! Then come with us. Then come with, but very, very sneaky. Tell Mr. Billowhold you're going to go take a quick little nap and come with us. I'll try. I'll see what I can do, but I don't know. With this Goliath, they always keep an eye on me to make sure I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. But I don't like doing what I'm supposed to be doing. I like to sneak, and I steal things from people. <gasps> Not important things, just little trinkets, like I stole Mr. Billowhold's comb <laughs> for his beard. And he looked for it for days, and then he put it back, and he didn't know it was me. He was like, sorry, I don't want to go on adventures and sneak. Okay. Come on. Okay. Come on. Come with us. Felvin walks back into the tent. Now, will you take the job? Yes. Yes. Uh, sure. Good. Wonderful. I'll have supplies and a map for you in the morning. Get your rest now while you can. Hey, 
that Mr. Arnold certainly is a dastardly one. Our players are Ethan as Edward, Max as Darwin, and Natalia as Pleckard. We'd like to thank Sirenscape and Freesound.org for all the sound effects and in-game music that brings the story to life. If you would like to contact us, you can get us on Twitter at Tales underscore Card Table, on Instagram at Tales from the Card Table, and email us Tales from the Card Table at gmail.com. Return for our next episode to hear the start of our hero's quest to find my cousins and my magical mind. Will they succeed? Will they find them alive? Will they actually work as a team or kill one another in the process? Only one way to find out. Until next time, young adventurers! <laughs>